This is Mystic Dylan, the witch. This is Adele Levine, the medium. And together, we are the witch and the medium. Legbanabaya! <laughs> what the fuck was that? What's it's Creole. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what... What's happening? Legba in the gates. Oh, opening the gates? Yeah. Oh. That's what this episode is about. Actually, it was opening the gates and magic for okay. New Year's, and you're the magic part, and I was going to You're talk. the opening of the gates part? Uh, yeah, because I told you I'd open the gates. Uh, well, well, I open the gates, too, in magic. Okay, well. I open the gates for the, the deities. For right, the okay. spirits, for the spirit realm. Is that how you do it? That's how I do it. Mm. Legba Nabaya! <clears throat> I just want everyone to know once again, I just think it's become a norm to step into Dylan's house and to see an alligator head just sitting on the table. But you know what? It's creeping I, me I out. I have to say, I'm bringing him over. Is that real? Yeah. Is that a baby alligator? Because that's a really small... Sub-adult. What does that mean? Like so, a, oh, sub-adult. Ew, so like a teenager. Ew, don't put it towards me. Yeah. I don't want it facing me. But also, he, he opens the gates. Okay, well, he's not opening my gates. He's not. I mean. No. I don't. What does it take to open your gates? (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, it's not going to be the gator. (laughs) No. Also, I want to point out that this is a norm. He has an alligator head, voodoo book, voodoo hoodoo book, and tarot cards spread out, and bones. But this is. Just, you know, your average. And uh, some spell going on to my left. Yeah. So, you know, just your average, uh, yeah. just you your got, average Christmas got, decor. Girl's got to keep her ex-husband in check. Make sure that, you know. Oh, okay. I'm not saying her name, so I can say what the spell works right. for. I, assume. I get it. Okay. Can you? Well, we'll just move on. I mean, I don't know, unless people go through like a catalog of my clients and yeah, spell work. Yeah, that's true. I think it's a common thing. I think it's that's a common a, thing. I, I would guess it's Somewhere a common thing. Somewhere out there, there is a woman who's got to get her ex-husband in Is this check. how you spent your Christmas Eve? Yeah, I did spell work on Christmas Eve. You did? Yeah, I did. Okay. How I was did. your Christmas, Dylan? Um, well... Did you do magic? I went to Midnight Mass and... You did? Um, baby Jesus was born... Oh. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure there were wafers, right? Yeah. Do you know what it represents? Yeah. What? The, like, Uh, skin of Christ. The skin? Jesus Christ. (laughs) The flesh, flesh, right? The flesh. Yeah, the body. The body. I grew up doing communion. Christ. And I remember thinking as a kid when they were like, drink this. Grape juice, by the way, because we weren't allowed to drink Oh, yeah. Alcohol. No, that's what I had. And drink this blood. of, And I was like, I don't understand. I never understood. Like, why? what is happening? No. Why are we all drinking blood. blood and then eat this for the bones? And I was like, so I'm supposed to believe I'm eating Jesus? I did never, I never yeah. understood. It never was explained properly. Yeah. And I just basically was starving and was like, all right, I have some grape the Eucharist. juice and some food. But, you know, it's funny because that, that uh, fun fact... Uh, is taken from um, the followers of Dionysus. So Dionysus, mm-hmm. uh, which is essentially um, pre-Jesus, the o- OJ, original Jesus, <laughs> or, OJ. OG. OG. No, Jesus is with a J. I know, but OG is like an original. That's what you okay, say, well, like, I'm an OG. So he's an OG OJ. Okay, an OG OJ. <laughs> Gosh. So he, Dionysus, was born from... Uh, virgin immaculate conception of course because his mother Semele was a um, mortal because vaginas have to be pure they got to be pure right because um, they're and, so dirty and, and terrible Zeus, Zeus the horn dog okay he is like mm. and uh, okay I believe he turns himself into a swan okay. no that's that's for another one he turns himself into some animal okay he copulates with her um that means doing it I know, I know. Thanks. I know you know, but he copulates with her. uh, And then at some point, he's... I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. I'm I'm waiting. Uh, He's... So far, this is all about sex, but... Or no sex. So then here's the thing. Simile is like, I don't believe that I had sex with Zeus. Show yourself. But obviously, 
if God shows himself or the divine shows himself, you know, what ends up happening, <laughs> she gets burned to a crisp because you can't look oh, at God. of course. Yeah, of course. That's like every male. Yeah. Like every man thinks of himself as so precious of course. and so amazing. So after sex. Dionysus has not been, um, you know, now he's a preemie. Um, so okay. Zeus has to sew him up in his thigh. What, um, <laughs> what kind of story is this? I'm not All even making this up. Are this is legit. Insane. So Zeus sews him up in his thigh till it's time for him to like pop out, and then so... he becomes Dionysus. And because he's he's not of of the mortal of the um, deity realm, he's not mm-hmm. a true Olympian because he's half mortal. He has to be on Earth, so he goes around Earth. He teaches vegetation and knowledge to the people. Okay, um, and then he sacrifices himself uh, and he gets ripped apart by maenads who were his followers even though they were his followers they still tore him apart and they ate his uh, flesh and they ate drank his blood and then he was resurrected three days later after he went to the underworld to find his mom who he turned into a constellation all right so basically what i got out of this is that the women who go through the hell does still doesn't get credit it, it, it's only the gods that get credit for yeah. the birth of these yeah. amazing beings. Absolutely. Because the woman just, you know, yeah, pretty much is what I'm hearing. Yep. And so, because he put him in the thigh. I'm telling and you. And he did Greek the hard Jesus. work. He did the hard work. He's like a male seahorse. Oh, my God. You know, the male seahorses know what's up. And the, and the penguin daddies, they take care of the egg. Men know what's up. Men are very maternal. Dylan, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about actually giving birth. Would you like me to take you through what it's like and what it requires of a woman to give birth? I'm good. (laughs) Maybe that's your subject on opening the gates. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is not. I'm just saying that I just feel like a lot of these stories always seem to be a little bit male-oriented of amazement, and the women are kind of like a sidebar. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of pretty awesome Greek goddesses, too. That's true. Um, so, yeah, okay, this episode's on... Topic. Yeah, okay. we're getting off topic. How was your, your holiday season? My holiday season was awesome. Busy, busy, awesome. I also, I read on Christmas Eve. I did, too. I had one client that was really awesome who was like, oh, hey, I hope you, like, relax and do some fun things. And she was, like, pretty sweet about appreciating that. And... Um, but this, you know, on a serious note, though, as far as mediumship and stuff, there, I do do a lot of that at this time of year because people tend to get extremely, you know, it's emotional. Oh, and, yeah. And so I, like, did a holidays video. Holidays are emotional. I did a video on, you know, grieving at the holidays because I do feel like I always want people to know, you know, I've lost people at the holidays. And even if you haven't, it just brings up all that stuff. And Absolutely. People don't tend to be compassionate to that. You know, it's like all this stuff is, you know. People are busy buying their, like, PlayStations. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. Lots of material. We're selling them. Their PlayStations. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. we're selling them. Um, So, opening the gates. Yes. It's such a broad term. What does opening the gates mean to you, Adela? Wow, you're being so official, Dylan. I know. Does everybody feel... This officialness. Turning the tables. Turning the tables. Opening the gates. You know, it's hard, you know, having to edit this podcast and post it and all the social uh-huh. media that I have to do for it. Like, I, I just figured, like, I should just contribute I'm a little more. I'm glad you have empathy for all the work I do, Dylan. Yeah. Thank you. I just noticed <laughs> the only problem is that you put an I instead of a U in, in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, opening the gates. I shared this before, right? I, like told you that it was shown to me by Succament when mm-hmm. I kind of like finally figured that out and I literally if I'm motioning my hand but it's like going from top to bottom like literally it's almost like you know lifting a window open and I do four of them and I label them and I do like a circle but I- what is the gate the gates to me is just you know I'm going to use a different term and you you go ahead and do you know your terms but i've just call it like opening like a portal mm-hmm. and um pulling energy from the other realm into this realm and using the different energies like sacrament kali saint michael Azrael, nubis to kind of help push that energy and protect 
And then I always close the gates because because what that's you open, important. you have to close. close. It's yeah. kind of like turning an oven on and then you know going out. Yeah. So I open them, I label the different gates, and I push and pull from that round to this realm, and I vibrate it up through my you know body, and I do listen to music and do a dance. And but really opening the gates is not just keeping that veil protection. What D- Dylan's doing a very strange thing. I don't know what's happening right now. This what is, is the dance? Oh, okay. Opening the gates. Okay. Okay. Wow. If that was interesting. You're welcome. So um and push and pull and then um I kind of see like electricity coming through me and connecting to that realm. Ooh. And pulling do the you electrical. Do you do it before current. every working? No. Okay. What do you mean by wait? Should so I like mean, so like I should ask. What okay. You mean. Are there are there specific times when you open the gates? So like when you do mediumship, do you open the gates? No. Okay. I don't need to do that for that. But when I do like a gallery or I do seances, you'll open the gates. Um, I do it in a different way. But you know, during the seance or gallery, I kind of name it. Like I'm opening the gates. Mm-hmm. But when I want to raise myself into that energy, I open the gates. But I really am using it to what people would call manifesting or right. magic or pulling what you want. Like it can be money, it could be health, and it's pulling it in. So I just kind of see it as like through the gates, all that stuff exists in that realm in an energy form. And pulling it through the gates is turning it into a physical form. Nice. I think it's different than what you're saying, which is opening the gates to the spirit world, mm-hmm. which is a different thing, which you can do, which I do yeah. too in a different way, though. Well, I do. So in, in, and here's the thing too. So like opening the gates, like they, you see that in so many different cultures, you know, like the Egyptians did it. Yeah. Uh, I was very important to them. They do it in voodoo. Um, mm. But, Whereas you have like four, we would have, or in voodoo specifically, it would be like the crossroads. Okay. So there are those four corners, mm-hmm. but then they're all like center at that like crossroads. So the crossroads would represent that conduit or that you're opening, I guess, that gate to that realm and taking what you can. But you would do it for working. So you would do it like when you're doing magic. So I guess in a sense it is, it is similar. Yeah. I mean, I do it. Yeah. I do it. Like I like do light my altar, yeah, and I do it when I'm like like it started with it started way back where I was like fuck this shit I need to get some I need to get a car right and I told you about that yeah and I was it came from at first like frustration and anger mm-hmm. and I was like I need to speed this shit up yeah and it also came from like a warrior energy of like yeah. I need to do this for myself absolutely but it does it does feel like pushing out and pulling and it does like create what i need to create right now nice but the spirit world is different the spirit world is like when we do like we're me and dylan is doing we're doing Mm. an egyptian themed seance january 25th that's gonna be magical it's gonna be really awesome he's gonna do a egypt let's be clear everybody let's let's talk more about that later oh because i don't want to get lost in that yes sorry because there's a lot to go with that wow okay yeah but, but when I'm you do saying that, when I do open opening the gates. the gates in the seances, I'm looking at the spirit world as when I'm doing mediumship is I'm only allowing one person talk to me at a time. But when, when, when I'm opening the gates in that atmosphere, I'm saying, listen, I'm not going to stop. Everybody just come on down. Right. And Disneyland's it is, open. Disneyland's open. And I always call it Disneyland. See? Maybe I, that's, know, I think I'm that's because I've been psychic. around you. And you've been revving um, up on me. So, and and yeah, so there are different references to the gates. Um, and, and I like that. Now, do you pay attention to cardinal points or do you just go boom, boom, boom? I don't even know what cardinal points So mean. like north, south, east, west? No, I don't. Okay. So I, like... I naturally go to the left okay. and around. Okay. Because I know that like in, in Wicca and certain aspects of witchcraft, they'll be like, okay, this is north. North has yeah, this know, energy and this element. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't even know where north and south is in real yeah, life. There we go. Not alone in a magic Boom. way. Okay, so right. north is here. Okay, thanks, um, Dylan. You're okay. <laughs> wow. Um, no, nerd alert, nerd alert. Well, also, but here's the thing too. Like here's, I think it's, I'm so used to that structure. You know, well, the thing is, which I'm, I actually have pulled away from. Well, just on a side note, 
That's my defense. I'm horrible at directions. Well, I, I'm horrible at directions, and too. And so I, can, I always I joke and say, I can guide you in the spirit world, but do not ask me for directions. No, same. But I never learned it that way. Like I told you, I, it came to me and said, you need to do a dance. Yeah. You need to open the gates. It came from that realm. When people ask me where north, south, east, or west is or whatever, I have to pretend that I'm doing a ritual in order to find out. I'm like, I'm doing that. Oh, so you remember it that way? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, and I'm just only from like being in covens and doing rituals and stuff. But I will say this is where I think voodoo and hoodoo have really influenced my practice Mm. because they're more, well, and when I say voodoo, I'm meaning New Orleans style voodoo. I'm not talking about Haitian voodoo, which is actually more strict and rigid. But in, in the New Orleans folk magic and conjure, um, they're more lackadaisical. So it's really pretty much just like raising that energy and opening that gate oh, okay. through music, through ritual. Which one? Vo- um, the, in voodoo. The voodoo of um, Haitian or the voodoo of, of New Orleans? New Orleans. Okay. Uh, through through dance, okay? Yeah. And, and it is getting... It's getting... Um, you're kind of like so they use Papa Legba, it. they're stirring mm-hmm. it. You're you're opening that gate. Um and you're doing it through it's kind of like you said, push and pull. You have to get to that vibration. Yeah. And as you get through that vibration and ecstasy, that's kind of like the gate opening. Yes. Until you like release and then it's just like boom. Yeah. There. And and I like to I like to get it going. I don't need to do it for very long. And then I like to sit in it yeah. for a minute. And pull it into me. Absolutely. And then close them. I like. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I what I do now. And and I do use, you know, to me there are tools. So like I will make. I'll get like the two bones. I have them right here actually. Oh no, I don't. I thought I did. You have one, I have of, one the of them. Bones. So I ha- I'll get the two bones and I'll cross make like a cr- I'll cross them mm-hmm. and that will be my crossroads. Okay. Um, and then I'll kind of do my space around that and either I will use a table as like an altar or I'll place it on the floor or I'll even draw with chalk. Oh. Okay. And I'll do the crossroads and then I'll. Kind and what of does like the crossroads do... mean? The crossroads is that it's essentially kind of like it's the gates. It is the. Um, Intersection between this world and the other world, yeah. or the veil. So I to me, the, the veil, veil, the crossroads. Yeah, that's what I thought you yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like that. Now, where one thing that you said, which is so interesting, which really connects to Egyptian magic, mm-hmm. is when you were talking about the four portals, okay, okay or those gates of energy, uh, and like you have actually, if you look over there. At the uh, that huge painting of the Book of the Dead, yeah. See how those judges are each in little individual rooms, and then he's like in a little room. That's a gate. Okay. So a gate would open up to either a chamber or an idea of energy. Mm-hmm. So Sekhmet would be represented by a specific gate. Yeah. Or things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what uh, they do. And it's that energetic archetype. So I think they're that's like very, standing. At, yeah. Yeah, that's what they to- showed me to do. Yeah. So I think that's very. It's very interesting. And and the thing too is that, to me, by by doing that, by having that sense of awareness, and using that energy, it's it, it takes it. I don't know if this makes sense. It takes the responsibility off you. Yeah. Well, it kind of you like, kind of lose yourself. You kind of it kind of like allow it to work with you yes yeah and so you're not you're i always describe it as you're not using your own energy no you have you're sharing the responsibility right you can't use your own energy to do this type of work right you, you would you'll wear yourself out and that's what i, I some people call it prana or chi yeah and, energy and, uh there's an email here that that i'll read later on but one of the things that they talk about is uh deities and and that's how i feel deities are it's sharing that workload if that Absolutely. makes sense or or invoking on like Okay, Sekhmet represents strength, so she's going to take that, you know, that heavy weight on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and assist you. And so. what, how, how would you apply that to the New Year's, Dylan? Oh, to the New Year. Well, here's the thing. So for the New Year, um, I mentioned this in our, either our previous or the previous, the previous or the previous podcast episode. <laughs> When I talked about Saturnalia okay. or Saturn. Yes. Okay, so Saturn is correlated to Kronos, the god of time. Okay. Uh, and essentially, this is the time to cut away everything that doesn't serve you. So for me, I would say it's not so much, maybe this is the time to open the gates, but 
start manifesting for that new year things that you want to bring in okay cutting the cords mm-hmm. of of whatever you want to remove and and bringing in so it you have to cut away so in Cronus, you know, Father Time, he has the the scythe. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you have to cut all the dead leaves out and you have to harvest in and bring in all the good. So let me ask you this. So my feeling like I think that like um, New Year's resolutions kind of just don't work. No. Because you're basically saying you're making a promise that I have to do this. You're almost yeah. setting yourself up to feel failure. like feel you're going to fail. And then, you know, you're kind of like, I'm going to, my New Year's resolution is to just do this. Or when people at the beginning of the year are like, uh, this year sucks already. Like, you got to give things a minute to, to shift, minute. right? Yeah. So you can't like, ju- I mean, at the end of the year, you can say that year sucked. Right. But do so do you feel that like when you're saying like cutting things away, you're not like, you know, screw that whole year. You have to be like, no, but I, I would learned say from something and I grow. One thing that I learned in tarot and, and doing this is that, and I kind of tell it to my clients and I really see it is that anything you do or someone else does can throw off your course mm-hmm. or shift things. Right. Okay. So, as a reader knowing that and knowing that we have to live day to day and knowing that the reading that you get can be altered mm-hmm. just by five minutes walking out the door and bumping into Claire who sets off this chain of events. Right. Because now you're late because you spoke to Claire. All that stuff happens. Right. So I would say that my – so for based on years and time, like my previous year in a mundane – normal person world i would say this year sucked but then when i think of it logistically it's pretty much only been the last like two months right if that makes sense yeah but we lump it all in right i have found that you have to take time for each day and that amounts to something Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah so i think i think okay i'll put it to you this way you know how we talk about energies and we talk about deities and it's all collective force yes in the ultimate realm, the majority of it is pretty much positive. I don't think you can clump years as a collective force because what's going to end up happening is you group everything together and a lot of people just manifest on the bad shit. Mm-hmm. So that carries with them. So I think this is the year of like, my New Year's resolution is to diet, okay? The issue with that is that people become so obsessed about the dieting part that they're going to cut out the finances. They're going to cut out the social aspects. They're going to cut out all these other things and really focus on that. And maybe they'll achieve their goal, but they'll lose out on that boyfriend or they'll lose out on that potential job because they've been focusing so much on that resolution. And also, like, I think, like, it's important as well is that you have to see that everything's connected. So whatever Mm -hmm. lesson you're learning... If you're saying, like, I just want to diet, but you're not looking at, like, why you right. got to this point, like, what may, what is going on inside as a collective whole in your life that's kind of making you not feel healthy or not want to feel healthy or not want to feel, like, because we do these things unconsciously a lot. And so it's kind of, like, might be even connected to, like, your relationship or work and stuff. So. You can't just separate things. So I feel like when you're approaching a new year, you might want to go, what lessons did I learn? Even if it sucked or even if it was good, you're like, what did I grow? What did I not grow? How can I continue to grow? Because I just feel like it's all about growth. Oh, yeah. And when you put all these restrictions on yourself, I think that that can harbor you. Like like when people are like, I get this a lot. I want a relationship but I'm not going to do online dating and I hate bars and I don't like being in social circles. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. That's awesome. But you know, unless you, I mean, it's not like the mailman's going to knock on your door and be like, Adela, you are the one and the time has come. I mean, I think it could happen to me. I, okay. Maybe to you. <laughs> To you, <laughs> but joking. it's it's just like. But you... I know what you're saying. But I think we want to say to people is it's not because I know a lot of people. You kind of have to know how you tick, right? 
And if you're not someone who's into bars and all that, but then you do have to find who you are and do something. You, but so you let's say you're a museum something. person. Right. Or let's say you want to work out. Like or, that's me. Right. Well, not you, the working out part, but, but the museum. Right. So you have to do something that is in, because you'll find a like-mindedness in your like in who you are. Right. You can't push yourself to do, well, I hate this, but I guess that's the only way. So I, that's what yeah. I that's what I meant by growth. Though, my you, FedEx guy okay. is pretty sexy. All right. So, so here we go. We just digress. I have to figure out. How to make that happen. But for some reason, <laughs> whenever I order stuff online, yeah. it comes UPS, not FedEx. Because it is UPS. It's not FedEx. FedEx is overnight. Like Amazon isn't going to overnight you unless you pay extra. Damn. No, You got to pay extra for that guy. Okay. Is it worth it? That is extending yourself. Okay. He, you should see him in his shorts. <laughs> is he wearing FedEx shorts? Yeah. It's, I didn't know FedEx guys wear shorts I didn't either, too. But he was hot. Did you slip him a note? Did you give him a tip? Did you no, give him a Christmas tip? But I've tip? seen him like four times in the course of six months. So like not oh. all the time. But when FedExing I do see him. No, I, I've never seen is the FedEx. Is this how you are extending yourself into the world? Yes. This is not a good example, Dylan. I'm being You basically social. just told people they can't have people knock on the door. And now you're trying to manifest. He's never knocked on my door. How do you see him? Because my neighbor orders stuff all the time. It's always, and my neighbor has oh. a note that says, leave it here. Oh. Yeah. Your neighbor's trying to go after the FedEx guy. Maybe. Okay. We but do. anywho. Anyway. I'm telling you. So. And which- that's called star-crossed lovers. <laughs> <laughs> that's our next, that's our next episode title. Twin flames and star-crossed lovers. FedEx no, that guy. Should be, that should be FedEx guy. We do have to cover that. And there's also a Starbucks barista that I'm quite fond of. Wow. So basically what we've learned is that I'm just social. do nothing and have the FedEx guy showed up. My Starbucks barista asked me how my keto diet was going. And then he said that he saw it. I do see it. I was going to tell you that. He says he saw the difference. I, didn't t- I see a difference. Yeah. I do. I just want you to be safe. Yeah. So like, you know. Gary. Um, Uh-oh. You just called him out? I mean... I doubt he listens to my podcast. He probably you doesn't never even know. know what I do. I mean, well, Next if he time, does, now if he, he knows. does, thank Gary, you for the compliment. The Starbucks barista. Thank you. I'm for not going to say which one. Um, thank you for. Thank you for yeah, noticing my Yeah, I'm trying to keep it diet. clean, mm-hmm. so because I can already see his face. So and he gives me extra free pumps. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! People just spit out their own coffee right now. X, sorry, Gary. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. Starbucks. In case one day you want to, you want to sponsor us. He meant syrup, right, Dylan? Of of cinnamon dolce. Of the sugar-free cinnamon dolce. Oh my goodness! Oh gosh. Um, that was just too perfect timing. Opening the gates. Open. <laughs> it's Manifestation. Okay, Dylan. Yes. What we were going to say is you were continuing on with things people could do magically because that's part of yeah, our thing. Yeah, for the new year. Yeah, what could things can people do? So, there's a wonderful, easy, easy, easy spell. Okay. It's called the Bayleaf spell. Ooh. Literally what it's called. Okay. You have like an eyelash right here. Should you make oh, a wish? Yes. Does it work? Okay. Um, I think I lo- I dropped it. Oh, there it is. Blow it. Oof. Oh my god. Okay, Did it, go? it went. Yay! 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 You guys okay. heard it. There we go. This wish comes true. It's because of me because I found the go. eyelash. I I'm, have... I'm hoping. I'm hoping. <laughs> waiting for the door to knock any second. <laughs> okay, um, go ahead. Your bay leaf. So you take a bay leaf. Yes. Okay. You're going to write your petition or wish, okay, okay, what it is that you want. All right. And you just light it up on fire. That's it? That's it. So wait, you Quick write it simple. on the bay leaf? Yep. How can you write it? Uh, it's dry? You don't have to get up okay. to show me, I, I so believe ready. you. I was so ready. I know, he's about to leave. <laughs> I'm like, ah! <laughs> uh, so you write it on the oh, bay leaf it's with dry. a marker. It doesn't yeah, like crack or anything? With a marker or a pen anything? now. Okay. I mean, be careful, y'all. And then you burn it? Burn it. And that's it? That's it. And what is that supposed to do? That's supposed to, so the bay leaf is sacred to the god Apollo, who's a god of prophecy. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's insurance, for, and the laurel is sacred to him, so the, the bay laurel. Okay. Um, so that's supposed to, by burning it off, you're offering 
that that offering up to the deities or gods um and then you would uh oh my god so what? do you know that barbecue is pagan okay never mind uh, sorry i had a side so i'm not allowed to do side things so would, neither are you you so would burn you that go. up offer it to the deity for the new year Bailey's spell. It's the most okay. common, and it, and it's used not just. It started in ancient. Is Greece. it kind of like similar to like the those were those burn paper? What are those called? Yeah, fly burn paper? papers. It's fly like that. Paper? Okay. It's like that. It's very it's similar. It's very similar. Okay. Yeah, except the 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 Bailey version is the OG. Okay. OG. But what I was gonna say about yes. side note, uh, barbecue. So. Oh boy. You would cook your yeah. meat or sacrifice. Okay. And the fumes and the smoke from that rise up to the gods. Yeah. And that's how the gods would feed off of it. Okay. Through the smoke bite. They would eat the meat. Yeah, they would eat the smoke. They would eat the smoke. They would ingest the smoke. Well, it's kind of interesting you say that because I have a thing with like, you remember that today I was burning. Yeah. Um, were, were you in the room? Gloria. You probably, I was born, burning and it was like super smoky. Smoky. It was coming into my room. I pulled a card for a client. <laughs> Remember? I told yeah. you. I pulled St. Anthony. Mind you, I never use these Oracle right. cards. And she's like, oh, yes, I, I smell, smell frankincense and myrrh. And I was like, she's burning in there. But then I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's the spirit world. I like to burn it. I like to get it really smoky because I feel like that smoke Absolutely. Lifts it energy. lifts up. And if you look at temples and if you look at yeah. it's a very old custom of uh and a lot of people don't understand or so they think offerings to deities or archetypes have to be like tools, incense is an offering. It's considered food of the gods. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. So there we go. If you well, burn incense, that's I, I just want to add, like, this may not be a magic thing, but for the New Year's, but maybe um, also, like, on a spiritual note, um, people kind of always ask things like, you know, if you're, like, moving or if you're doing something new or if you want help from the spirit world to, like, make something happen new in your life. Yeah. Um, definitely, you know, you can just um, write it down if that's a way to communicate and try to hear them or talk to them or as you fall asleep, talk to them. But you should definitely not feel like you can't call upon your family to help Absolutely. create some things that you're going through. But as far I as... I wrote a letter to my grandfather. You did? Oh, that's so nice. I know. Did you read it out loud? I miss him. I have not read it out loud. But, like, I clairvoyantly, psychically, I read oh, it, and I kept it. Yeah, that's So I think cool. you read it. Yeah, they can yeah. hear your mind. Yeah. So, yeah. So. But that that's a perfect example. if you Because when you write it, it makes you feel like you have something tangible. Because mm -hmm. we long for that in our yeah. human side, right? We want something tangible. Speaking of which, my father died on New Year's Eve. Wow. So I actually um, made a decision when he died on New Year's Eve that I wasn't going to create that day to be, like, sad. Because he was all about life when he was. He was all about living life. And I was like, this isn't, I don't want to turn this into a sad day, you know, right. because it is a turn yeah. of the year. And so I created it as being not only connecting to him, but kind of an energy of like, help me like lift the year. Because I've had some really bad holidays in the past. Matter of fact, most holidays in the past, always something happened. I remember one year I kind of like, you know, had a really bad year. And I was remembering him, and I did a dance to Coldplay, actually. Wow. And I was watching them on PBS, because that's what was happening in my life. And I, like, danced around, and I said, I am going to conjure Coldplay. And two, <sighs> a week later, someone posted selling tickets for cheap for Coldplay, and I bought them. But I talked to my dad, and I said, this new year, I'm going to try and shift things. Damn. But I did use his death and him, so you can use yeah, that energy I like to that. help shift things. Did you ever have any folk, like my grandmother used to always give us a bag with 12 uh, grapes in it. I've heard of that. And we no, had to, that's like, a definite, is that a Cuban thing? Uh, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I've heard of that in so other cultures. I, no, I had, I've never I had, had anything had, like that. I, I would have like one hour to eat 12 grapes. And okay. I was a really picky little kid. And I was like, well, no, but, I didn't have anything because you know I celebrate Kwanzaa and yeah. I believe that New Year's is like the last day is uh, the last day is on New Year's. So yeah. I think we did New Year's. 
So, um, no, I didn't do any... I've heard the grape... Isn't it... Aren't you supposed to freeze the grapes and then do something? Yeah, And yeah, what does it you mean can. again? Um, and uh, I don't know. It's been so long. Uh, the other thing, too, is that we would uh, have these empty suitcases and roll them around, go out of the house and come back in, because that was supposed to represent travel and change. The last... Uh, sorry. Um, the last day is on the 26th, I think. The last sorry. day of what? Of Kwanzaa? Yeah, the last day... No, the last day that on the seventh day and last day of Kwanzaa is January first. I know it's a mani and it means faith. I do. I thought I was right. I knew I was oh. right. Anyway, um, I'm just sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just you asked me, and that was um, we'd celebrate Kwanzaa and um, and since my dad died on New Year's and since he did Kwanzaa, I do kind of connect all those dots, and it That's, is a kind of a ritualistic thing. Yeah. But, oh, the twelve grapes is uh, from Spain. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard of this. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of different cultures, and you're supposed to freeze them, and I forget what it means. Does it? Do you know? It doesn't say here. Like it if just says the meaning of grapes at New Year's. Yeah, I isn't guess. it like heart? Is it harvest or are we just guessing? I think we're just grapes guessing. at New Year's. But yeah, it says Spain. Eating 12 grapes at midnight on New Year's Eve is both a tradition and superstition in Spain. Where is the Spaniard who will risk poisoning their fate for the coming year by skipping the grapes? Damn. One for each stroke of midnight. Bum, bum, bum. So I guess yeah. it's a superstition thing. Yeah. Like a lot of those things are, right? Yeah. So that was... That's cool. Yeah, that was cool. We used to do that. And then... Um, we would like get these empty suitcases and like roll out. And, and then, what is like, that supposed in. to mean? It was it was like luggage. I don't know travel. <laughs> like weird things. Now I have to Google that. What? Yeah, I've my never heard of this. That. Uh, yeah, empty uh, suitcases and travel. Is it like protection on your travels yes. or bringing Hold in? Hold on, tra- I'm gonna I'm gonna look okay, it up. Okay, we have to look it up. Empty suitcase at uh, at New Year's. At, Midnight New like Year's. Like, who is it? Anything even come up I for this? I feel so bad. They're like hearing us be like, the That's empty suitcase carry, uh, and walk or roll it across the streets at the stroke of midnight. It's supposed to bring luck to your wanderlust and aid sef- safety in your year of adventures. So it's like safety. Yeah. While you're. Safety That's what I, I had a feeling. Because it's another superstitious thing. Yeah. Yeah. Super for, my, for my very like non pagan uh, grandparents. Yeah. They had a lot of... Oh, there's so much superstition and oh, different, those yeah. type of cultures and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other one was, um, the other one was, uh, we would pour the water out. Yeah. So that was supposed to... Wait, did you do all three of these things? Yeah. We had a, we had a crazy... At, at New Year's Eve? Mm-hmm. Wow. We had a lot. That is a lot. Crazy And New you Year's. didn't know, no one explained to you why? No. They just said, take these damn grapes and... And shove roll. them in your mouth before midnight. You have one hour. <laughs> they would give them to me at 11. God, and and, and mind you, like, now I like grapes, but as a kid, and I don't like being... I don't. I had a weird thing about being monitored. Like, I had an hour to eat 12 grapes. Well, and yeah. And the grapes were huge. Yeah. And they weren't seedless. And were they... Well, I actually do like... I prefer seedless. But they weren't they I weren't prefer frozen? seeded grapes. I, I thought it, okay because so. I thought I heard of them being frozen. Yeah, maybe, Never mind. But, okay. Anyway, yeah. so those yes. are my New Year's traditions. Yes. It was really weird. Yes. Um, Have you kept any of them? Are you rolling around? I, I do luggage? the. I I roll the luggage. Why not? You do. Yeah. Are you making that up? No, I will. You will. I have an empty suitcase that I that I have ready oh, okay. to go. Okay. Well, that's good. But I don't do the whole. I don't walk around the. Do you we used to have walk around a the block. personal? Uh, uh, magic that you do on new year's eve kind of yes no like i really do like the the greek aspect so like i i do i will work with like Cronus and saturn and, and i have things like that um the other thing too is that new year's is is that transition to like to me Samhain is the witch's new year so that's my new year's okay so that's when i do my big working okay whereas this is just a transition of the holiday but i do think of the things that i want to like correct and i do believe i have this idea like i'll take a bath and like i'll i'll like cleanse just everything. cleanse myself and i'll do cleansing so like 
the day before and the three days into mm-hmm. will be about cleansing all my tools. I'll organize my workstation. I'll get, get in the sense of getting situated again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but that seems kind of more like... Yeah, but nothing like... Bah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So... What about you? Do, do I do... I mean, I kind of shared because it's the day my dad died. Yeah. Um, do you do anything specifically? Like... Not really. Do you I, talk to him? Yeah, I talk to him. And yeah. I kind of ask, you know, I can hear him. Mm-hmm. So I can hear him and talk to him. And and then I want extra added signs and things like this. And, um, you know, like, I do like to kind of have my own little thing. That's but I don't, I don't really, it's not a big to-do. No. It's just because I promised myself not, like I do, you know, the human side of me gets a little sad and have a little memory. Yeah. But mostly I just kind of dive into like talking to him and asking him for help and different things that I need help. Or definitely I like signs through the day. Yeah. But I don't really have any major, like, no. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I would, I want to say, but <laughs> I want to sound had cool. A New Year, I've never had a New Year's Eve kiss. Aww. What? what? I mean, girls, but I've never had like a. Like a boy kiss you no. on New Year's Eve. But you've had boyfriends. I know, but they've never been around for New Year's. Where were they? Christmas. Thanksgiving. Where, what was happening? Where were they? I think they've were either been broken up or I've been working. Yeah, because I worked at Disney. I was so, going to say, you bet yeah. you were working. Yeah. Actually, that's a lie. I kissed. One of my boyfriends, Adam, who I worked at the parks with. Okay, yeah. so you so you did have one. Okay, one, but one. still, it was like six. Everybody, years ago. Dylan is looking for someone to kiss on New Year's. That's right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, um, as he's giving you a five look. nine and above. <laughs> um, uh huh. You know. Wait. Wow. So now you have specifics. Well, I'm very picky. Okay. Oh. Okay. Very picky. All right. So it can't just be can't someone just, wanting to kiss you. No. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. He has to screen you first. <laughs> I got to screen you. <laughs> send sorry. your application. You'll have to send your application to Mystic Dylan at Gmail. <laughs> no. And <at> pictures. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, wow. If it happens, oh my God, you got to post it. Can you imagine? We got to know about it. Everyone's going to want to know. Be, this is going to be my date. I'm just going to use this for matchmaking. Come on. That would be so cool. Uh, would you go on a okay. blind date? I'm putting Dylan on the spot. He's giving me um, an energy of like, Maybe. shut up, Adela. Yeah. Have you ever been on a blind date? I've never been on a blind date. I wouldn't say I'd blind. I'd have to see a picture of you. Yeah, but I've seen back in the day before the pictures were good and people were doing all kinds of crazy poses to make themselves look good. I would call that a blind date because <laughs> you show up and you're like, nope. Oh my gosh. So when I lived you, in New York. Yeah, this I was in New York. A, in New York, I yeah. had, there was a, I called it the Escape Barnes & Noble because it was literally across the street from my apartment. So we would meet at the Barnes & Noble. Okay. And I would just say, me, you know, in the fiction aisle. Okay. Okay. And like, I'd like, look. And I'd be like, they'd be like, where are you? And I'd be like, go towards classics. And I'd look. And then yeah. depending on where they are, that would indicate whether or not I approached or Wait, I ran did away. you ran away? Several times. Oh, I did it once. Yeah. And I should have done it other times. Yeah. There have been several times nice. where I, 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 because let me tell you, actually, um, <laughs> I have a, I don't know if I can find the picture. I had a guy send me a picture once, and, and this is how technologically non-savvy I was. Okay. Was? Was. Any other person would know is. that this picture was taken in 1990, <laughs> except for me. So he sends me this picture, oh, no. and from the outdated jeans to the really clunky wrist watch right. to, you know... Even his haircut with the highlighted spikes. Oh, no. I looked at this picture and I was like, like this is who he, I'm going to meet. He is hot. Super hot. Back 10 years ago. 10 years ago. <laughs> and I remember going to meet him and I realized, wow, there's a reason why that picture is grainy. Yes. And and he he looked like grandpa. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, take now, thank God. For, well, I don't know. Now there's like filters and all kinds That's of things. That's true. I don't know which is worse because back true. then it was pretty bad. Okay. Lo- okay. Dylan. Yes. What? You got to stay on topic, Adela. Dylan, you were all over me. You were like, <laughs> listen, we're not talking about this right now. We you're have all, emails. We, you're, okay. Before we do the <laughs> emails... Did you want to explain about our seance or after the emails? Um, 
what do you think? Um, after. Okay, we're going to do okay. it after. We're going to do the emails first. Okay, um, Dylan's going to read the emails because he's good. Listen, you guys, we love, love your emails, but sometimes they're books. And Dylan has to edit them. edit them down to the actual question. And so don't be offended if the whole email is not read because they're sometimes a little too long. Yes. The first one is from Josh. Hello, Josh. And he says... Um, yes. But, 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 but when you start learning tarot, what method did you find most helpful? All tarot decks come with a guidebook, but they all have different meanings from deck to deck. I've also seen intuitive tarot, which is what I think would be a better route. However, I wonder how to get started. There are numerous tarot courses advertised online. Did you utilize one of these courses? What was your approach? Thanks. And I just want to say, Josh, I do remember this email, and he said... Adela, I've never seen you do tarot. Yes, he does say, Adela, I've never seen you use tarot before. Correct, because I do, do not do tarot. So yes. this is a question for Dylan. So here is my answer, Josh. Is that your name? Josh. Okay, so first and foremost, I would definitely look... So the way that I... I did not learn from Biddy Tarot. I actually, I am a very visual person, mm -hmm. and I took tarot classes. Okay. And, I, and I own that. I took tarot classes. I had a mentor who I loved. Um, well, still love. She's still alive. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Uh, woof. And um, she... She taught me tarot, and, and we had, like, one-on-one -on -one sessions, and I would yeah. go to her group classes, and I would practice with other people. I learned the keywords, and I associated a kind of like flashcards. I memorized each card, pulled a card of the day, and that's how I learned, and that's what was best for me, okay? Right. As I developed, I kind of pulled back and kind of see the cards more as a picture book. So if I'm reading for Adela in a specific situation... When the cards come up, I kind of place her in that situation. And, and I use my visualization for that. Okay. So expanding on the um, cards while utilizing the um, descriptions of the cards and the illustrations of the cards. Uh, every artist has a different approach to tarot. And that can change your perception of the card. Right. But I tend to stick to what the card represents. So... If the Three of Swords or the Three of Swords represents heartbreak, no matter what deck I use, that Three of Swords will represent a heartbreak, but the illustrations may may uh, differ, okay? okay. Uh, in terms of tarot courses, uh, I, you can use online. I hear the Biddy Tarot is good. I haven't really, you know, you gone to it. You were doing tarot before that I was, was a thing. I was doing tarot before yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, he's been reading tarot for um, in, over 10 years. There was a wonderful book called... The only tarot book you'll ever need. Okay. And I will say hands down, it is the only tarot book you'll ever need. That was a bold title. It for was. She, yeah. And I believe yeah. it's Mary Shannon or something or, or look it up. But uh, it's wonderful. Um, and then another wonderful tarot book is called The 78 Degrees of Tarot. Um, and in terms of intuitive tarot card reading, my issue with that is that um, tarot is a fixed system. So by using your intuition, you might as well just do intuitive readings without tools right or 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 sorry or with like ca uh, um oracle cards or stones yeah, or scrying or something or oracle. else if you want to use a tool and yeah. you want to be intuitive then probably an oracle card yeah better, because right? they're more loose you push your yeah yeah so like you'll get a card that says power right. and then you can use your intuition to utilize what that word means right whereas tarot is very fixed that's why i don't really understand I know that there are a lot of intuitive tarot card readers out mm -hmm. there, but like I said, tarot was, it has a fixed system, so it's weird when people call themselves intuitive tarot card readers, because I feel like they're not utilizing the messages of the cards. I can't really say much, except for like way, 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 way back in the day, I, start, I read tarot for like a hot minute, mostly for friends and stuff. And as I did it, I remember feeling like this is like kind of a fixed thing. And yeah. um, the stuff I'm seeing about this person, I could just see without the cards. So I just tossed the cards because Boom. it just didn't seem to go together. So that was just me. But I know some people, I think it's better to say maybe people use their sight um, with, you use your sight too with the cards as well. It's yes, not like you're yes. just it's explaining like on top that of it. too. Yeah, yeah, I want people to know that. Yeah. Um, okay. So... 
This one is from Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, hey guys, love your podcast. I have a question about people who pass into the spirit world. Specifically, people who have a very, very wrong idea of what to expect after death. My dad was raised Catholic and is very against anything involving... Well, literally, anything you guys do. He is convinced his dark work involving devil worship, all that great stuff. So I don't tell him a lot of my interests. When he passes one day, will he immediately understand how the spirit world actually works? Will he understand magic and synchronicity and the power of manifestation? Or is it possible that he's so convinced it's bad, he will somehow bring those beliefs with him and think he's in hell or heaven? So when people pass That's a good question. Um, over and over and over, over and over and over in hundreds and hundreds of readings, I have to tell people that when the person passed, the, the, the jig is up and they kind of know that a lot of their beliefs was based on fear here. So it's not that they have to know specifically all those things about manifestation. It's a lot broader. So no, they're not holding on to belief systems that help them get through a mundane physical world in the spirit world. You don't okay. need to worry about that. So, yeah. So dogma, to me, dogmatic religion is not like... Yeah, immediately. They didn't I, even think about it, right? I did a reading today even where someone's like, I um, found out that all that stuff just... And by the way, most of the time, they you'd be surprised to hear that they're relieved to know that there's compassion and empathy and there's so much more to it than what they were taught. They, they almost wish they knew. Yeah. So that answers that. And I'm going to speed through these. Okay. Is there any sort of justice or revenge spell I can use? I've been searching online but came across things that could potentially harm me too. Or do you think I should just let it go and am I overreacting? I prefer to keep this between us. Whoops. Oh, but if you want to talk about it here, I'd like to remain anonymous. anonymous. Okay, okay, anonymous. So anonymous, Um, there's also a long... They preface that with a, a yeah, scenario. That, yeah, which we can't get into. Which we can't get into. Uh, but I would say, one, are there revenge and justice spells? Yes. I personally would not look at spells online because I think a lot of people just throw stuff out there. Right. Definitely seek out the wisdom of someone else. I'll respond to this email and I'll say, hey, um, I have found my personal belief is that... Uh, Ma'at is the Egyptian goddess of justice, or Mat, M-A-A-T. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Athena, the Greek and Egyptian idea of justice is pretty, um, I would say, kind of liberal and loose. Uh, and I like their ideas of justice. So if you are going to work with any justice deities or do any energy work, I would look into Egyptian justice spells or Greek. Uh, that way you're not necessarily hurting someone. Um and also, just keep in mind, is it worth doing a spell for that? I always think of that. Like, think of it like you have three wishes. Is it worth using that wish on this thing? Do you really need to influence that or do you really need to push that? Right. Um, so I would say think, or is it something that you can potentially get over and let it go? If you can't, a lot of justice spells can be very good for self-healing. Mm. You know? So take a look at that. Uh, we have one more question and then we will talk about our sounds. Um, so the question is, um, when it comes to the idea of worshiping gods and goddesses, uh, it's very unnerving to me. Is witchcraft possible without these seemingly religious undertones? Are deities, gods, and goddesses just energetic bodies like I am understanding, or are they literal beings as considered in Christianity? Can I ask for guidance and assistance from these deities without worship and devotion, or is that like being a Christian without accepting Jesus into your heart? Well, that's more than one question. Um, but here's what I will say, and then I'll, I'll ask you. When it comes to witchcraft, Wicca is a religion. Witchcraft is a practice. So you can do witchcraft without taking on entities or deities or gods and goddesses or using spirits and spirit work. You can just work with herbs or you can do something and still call yourself uh, a witch. Um, you don't need that... Um, religious religious undertone if that's what you think uh when it comes to me though deities are just energetic bodies i i think that they are an archetype they represent one idea or focus so like sekhmet to me she's you know strength she is the when i need that extra oomph like she would be something to call on um I do feel in your last question about guidance and assistance from them without worship or devotion I think it's tit for tat. So I kind of feel like you, 
at least need to acknowledge the energy and be thankful for the energy that's helping you instead of just constantly asking for something. So they're asking, can they do witchcraft without deities? Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, when I first started kind of doing stuff, I wasn't really pulled. I kind of got guided to it. So yeah. I feel like you can like get guided that way. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like they're basically saying it as it has to be yeah they want to know like in a do you have to work with deities in a religious context and i don't think no, we do you and i don't absolutely not like we see them as energy yeah and they're just representation of energy and we're just giving that just energy like, a name. yeah it's just like some people believe there was an actual god that sent his son that's in actual physical form and some people just kind of are believing christ as like consciousness a metaphor yeah or you know christ consciousness so it just can be you can approach it like an energy if you want yes and then uh when you ask assistance from deities without worship or devotion i mean i don't worship or devote myself to them no i but you are thankful for their I, yeah i think there's a difference between thanking for assistance of an, an energy right than worship of what she's or he's what is it she right is this a, a she i don't know they're anonymous they're anonymous okay so the person so you know it's like difference between like worshiping like you're like oh i worship you there's that's different than yeah. being thankful and honoring right you should always so, like, honor altar, even the spirit world yeah. and, and you should, angels you should like something's helping you, you and be appreciative be, you should be appreciative yeah absolutely but you don't have to worship i think they know yeah wrong i think idea. the wrong yeah. idea. you don't have to worship so like i honor deities and i respect them like because i feel like that builds my relationship with them but you can honor things in different ways so i was taught by one of my mentors like even reading up on their mythology that's a way of honoring and devoting yourself and i think another way of honoring is it's just like anything if you go to a teacher then you're appreciative of the knowledge mm -hmm. if someone hands you if someone's serving you a glass of water you should be appreciative i mean yeah it should just be appreciating absolutely and i think other thing too like so say that you implement something like say that you learn something from segment and you implement that into your life mm -hmm. that's a way of honoring because in a sense you're yeah. taking their wisdom into right. account right yeah so there are different ways of doing that so now with our remaining um five minutes uh, we are going to talk about the ancient Egyptian ritual and seance. We are doing an Egyptian-themed seance, and I just want people to be clear because people have made things, said things like, oh, Dylan's going to finally get to talk to... Uh... Cleopatra. No. So no. he's doing a ritual. He's going to start it off with a whole uh, uh, traditional Egyptian ritual. ritual to open the gates. Yes. And I'm going to do a little, da da da, da. Uh, hey guys, you're here, you know, let's get this going. And I'm going to talk to the spirit world of the people in the room. We're not saying there may not be other energies. Right. But we're opening the gates, like I said, which yes. is different. So the theme, the theme is ancient Egyptian. The ritual is ancient Egyptian. Right. The seance is a seance. It's a seance. Within an Egyptian setting. So. Good explanation. Right. So just to clarify Adela will not be talking to the pyramid builders. I will not be. Um, they might show up. <laughs> they but, might. Or but, the watchers might show up. Yeah, the watchers might show up. Or some alien beings might show up. Um, right, Dylan? Well, no, because I'm be not okay opening that? that gate. Oh, but I might be. Oh, okay. Okay. So, but the, just to be clear, that's what's happening. We're doing it January 25th. And we have two packages. We have two packages. We have the package that you can get to just, to, you come to the seance and you enjoy the seance. And then there's a gold, black and gold package where you get to hang out with me and Dylan afterwards and ask us questions and have food and drink. It comes with a free drink. And you should go to the Witch's Brew on Instagram. She is, we are working with her. She is our event person. And you can get tickets through her. And we have D. Uh, and I was it's going to be at Sid's. It's going to be El Cid. El Cid. El Cid on El Sunset. Cid. On Sunset. Um, and then we have tea, uh, and it's uh, being contributed by Dear Woman. Yes. And it's uh, Ra. the Ra tea or yes. Ka. Well, everybody, everybody on soul. both packages are going to get a goodie bag. Oh and yeah, that will be in the goodie bag. Yeah, and there's like a pin. And there'll be a pin that you can take home for the black and gold, which you. And you'll be a pin for if you don't get the black and yeah. gold to take home. So there we so go. So there'll be a goodie bag. So goodie. Dylan, you can follow Dylan on 
Mystic Dylan official on Instagram and mysticdylan.com is my website. And I am offering half off readings from now till the first. Damn. And I already did that. So I, you can follow me at Dale Levine on Instagram and you can check out my YouTube, Dale Levine, and I'm doing an online class on how to, to communicate with the spirit world uh, for beginners. And you can catch that on my website and on Instagram. And follow us on the Witch in the Medium Instagram. And Dylan? Have a magical day. Don't like to say goodbye, so see you soon. If you like to see what we're up to, events and appearances, you can go to The Witch in the Medium on Instagram or Dale Levine on Instagram or Mystic Dylan Official on Instagram. If you want to check out our merch, go to thewitchinthemedium.com and please rate us on iPod and send out your review. It really helps. Thank you so much for all the support and see you soon. Mm-hmm.